Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Noble Church. We are so glad you're joining us. For some of you, this may be your first time here. And if that's you, we want to say welcome. If this may be your first time back in a while, we want to say welcome home. I'm Ben, and this is my amazing and beautiful wife, Katie Ann. Good morning. Oh, you know what? I got it from here. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All three services. Like, when I said, oh, I'm Ben, there's silence. And I said, my beautiful wife, Katie. Ah! I was like... It's all good, babe. They, 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 they all know what I know, that you are amazing. So we want to let you know what we have available coming up in the next few weeks and months here at New Hope. So I don't know about you, but I am super excited for next week's Sunday because next week's Sunday is a big event. You guys ready for it? Yes. How many of you guys think I'm talking about the Super Bowl? I'm talking about the Kapuna Country Store. Woo! Happening next week, Sunday. Because you know what? I know our Kapunas. Woo! The treats you guys make. Awesome. So good. So good. And so I'm looking forward to it. And yes, it is Super Bowl Sunday next week. But you know what's really awesome is that as we as our Kupuna have their country store, all the benefits, all the proceeds go to our Kupuna ministries that continue to put on events for this awesome generation of our Kupunas who, man, you guys just love it up. Like our Kupunas, you guys party. You guys party. And yes, they do. What's so awesome is that I've been told it's not just going to be baked goods or produce. There's going to be also food at this country fair. And I don't know about you, but after last month of fasting and praying, I'm ready for eat some food. Going to have lao lao. That's what I'm looking forward to. Going to have some other good food. So what I've been told is you can get food from the Kapuna Country Store and then go watch the game. Then you're good. You don't got to cook. You don't got to worry. And you get to support an amazing ministry. And this year is a year of celebration. If you don't know, Foursquare is our denomination for our church. And Foursquare made 100 years this year. 100 years? Wow. So they actually made a video for us. So if we can take a look at that. God built for them a house in Los Angeles, where in the living room, a church was started. The first church of the Foursquare gospel. For the Foursquare A strong arm of the Foursquare Church has always been that of foreign missions. Full of God, led of the Spirit, sent out into the world. That's the seed he sows into the field. It's you. And here she began a ministry but has literally gone around the world. If there's not a chaplain, if there's not a preacher to show them the light of Christ, who's going to do this? The Foursquare Church, not just building for today, it's building till our day is done. It's building till the sunrise of God's eternal day. Jesus Christ is same yesterday and today and forever yeah that's right a hundred years of foursquare in fact what you're watching there was actually that's angeles temple in california and that's where foursquare was started there and it was so amazing is that from that we see what god has been doing in the last hundred years in fact this year we celebrate something pretty important yeah this year new hope makes 42 years on march 5th I wasn't even here 42 years ago. Not the building, but the actual church itself was founded 42 years ago. Yeah. 
That's awesome, and what's so, what's so amazing that we get to celebrate 40 years of what God has been doing here at New Hope Church, and in fact, that day, we have something special, right? Yes, that day, we're actually doing a water baptism, so if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but have not taken that next step, here's your opportunity, and we will be right alongside you, cheering you on as you declare Jesus as your Lord and Savior in front of the world. Yeah, so if, you want, if you're interested in getting water baptized, you can actually uh, go online to our website. You can also go onto our app and register there. You can also stop by our information center and register there. And maybe you already got baptized. That's awesome. You can come down and cheer on those. Like, again, we're celebrating what God is doing in the lives of his people. And so it's going to be awesome. It's going to be done at Coconut Island. So March 5th, in fact, it's a month from now. We'll see you there. And you know what's so amazing is that, can you guys, can you guys give yourselves a round of applause real quick? Just give yourselves a round of applause. <clears throat> because God is doing great things in and through his people. In fact, last week, Sunday, our Kokua ministry gave out 57 Kokua care packages along with our one missions team. Ooh. And our Kokua care packages is packages filled with uh, canned goods, non-perishable food items that you brought in. For part of our, our whether it was for our uh, children's life stage ministries food fight, or if you've been bringing in to support our Kakua plus one food drive, we were able to serve 57 households last week Sunday. And so, yeah, that's why it's so amazing what God is doing in and through the lives of his people. In fact, you can continue to give to our Kakua ministry plus one food drive by just bringing any non-perishable food item, canned good, to our information center during the services, or you can drop them off at our front office throughout the week. I think that's it, right? Well, every little bit counts. So even if it's just one can, like that makes a huge difference. That's right. And so uh, for other things that are happening, you can be sure to download our New Hope Church app, visit our website, and check out our social media. For those of you who don't have smartphones or aren't too tech savvy, we do have fillable notes today that are located at the tables by our glass doors if you want to grab that. And I think that's it, right? All right, just making sure because you're my wife and you know everything more than I do. So That's right. <laughs> can we say thank you to Katie for helping us with our announcement this morning? Thank you, babe. <clears throat> at this time, we're going to get ready to receive our tithes and offerings. And you know what's so amazing is that, again, we're going to see 100 years, celebrating 100 years of what God has been doing through our Foursquare churches, uh, celebrating 42 years as New Hope Church, as a church. And just like last week, 57 households were touched because of what God is doing in and through his people. That's you. And so this morning, as we give, on, give our tithes and offerings, let it be a reminder that we're getting to partner with God in reaching people far from him. Now, if this is your first time to New Hope Church, we ask that you don't feel pressured to give, don't feel obligated to give. In fact, just receive this service, this message to help you in your walk with the Lord. And just know that as we continue to be obedient to whatever God is putting on our hearts, he's going to take it and use it to reach people far from him. And you might be wondering, well, how do, I, how do I give my tithes and offerings? Well, we have several ways that you can do that. We have our New Hope Church app. We have our website. We have our text to give. We can set up an account to give uh, through your text messages or set up an account so you can give that way. We also have our church office that's, that's available. You can send your checks and envelopes to our church office at 840 Kupalau Road. For those of you live here, we also have our tithes and offering boxes located in the back of the sanctuary, as well as one in the fellowship hall. But as we continue to give, we get to see what God is going to do as he blesses his people. So would you join me as we pray for our tithes and offerings this morning? Lord, we come before you this morning, and first of all, Lord, thank you. 
thank you so much for being the God that you are. Like we sang this morning, we will sing of the goodness of God because God, you are good. And as we continue to trust in you in many different ways, Lord, one of them is with our finances. And so as we give you our tithes and offerings, Lord, we do so with a cheerful heart, knowing that because you love each and every one of us, you take the finances and you use it to multiply, to reach people far from you. And what's so amazing about that is, Lord, you, you have the power and ability to do it all on your own, but yet you invite us in as an opportunity to see the wonders and miracles of your kingdom. So, Lord, we thank you. We pray, Lord, that for those who are far from you, will they come to encounter you and experience all that you have for them. We look forward to what you're going to do in the lives of your people, Lord, because of who you are. We love you. We thank you. We praise you. And we pray for all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. This morning, Pastor Jonathan Miyasato is going to be giving the message. But before we hear from him, let's hear from our own lead pastor, Pastor Sheldon Oxina. So as we begin this new month in February, even though some of our resolutions have come and gone, we know this, that God is always doing great things in our midst. Every single day is a new day, and God gives us new opportunities to partner with Him in the new things He wants to do in us. So it doesn't matter if you kept your resolution or not. What matters is to remember that God remains faithful. He's always faithful. He remains the same. In fact, He doesn't have to change because He's perfect. We're not perfect. Thank God He is. So today as we learn from His Word how we can be more and more like Him, that this year is the year that we're discipling and making disciple makers, Pastor Jonathan Miyasato is going to share God's word with us to help us in this journey that we have with Jesus Christ. Would you welcome with me Pastor Jonathan Miyasato as he shares the word. Hi, good morning everybody. Welcome, welcome. Uh, We're going to start off a little different. Uh, I want us to do a mental exercise. So everybody close their eyes, close your eyes. Uh, No fall asleep, but close your eyes. I want you with every concentration, effort, mental effort you can to not picture a pink polka-dotted elephant wearing a tutu. (laughs) Okay, open your eyes. You see? You've seen them, right? Everybody's seen them. Our minds are amazing creation that God made. Our minds are supercomputers. We can process, we can uh, retrieve, and we can store information at, at lightning speed. Uh, Our minds regulate our body functions. Um, It also has a lot to do with our emotions. And we'll find out today as as we study this, the battle of the mind, that our thoughts have a lot to do with our actions, the way we live, how we feel, and how we react to those around us. So today we'll be examining that scriptures. But just to let you know from the get-go, okay, what I'm talking about this morning is more of a spiritual nature because the thoughts that we're going to be focusing on is the thoughts that are evil thoughts that come from the devil. Uh, In Ephesians chapter 6, the Bible says to put on the helmet of salvation. In other words, we need to protect our minds from what the devil is doing. In Ephesians chapter 6, it also says that we must raise up our shield of faith to extinguish the fiery darts of the devil. So today we're going to kind of talk about that. 
how we engage in this battle, how we get powered for this battle, and how ultimately we become victorious over this battle. So let's pray. Father God, in Jesus' name, we just thank you so much for this time that we get to gather. Uh, Lord, pray that we would open up our ears to hear, our hearts to understand, and give us the mental acuity of comprehension as we learn about the battle of the mind and the victory that we have in you, Christ Jesus. In your precious name we pray, amen. Okay, so the foundational scripture for this morning is Romans chapter 12, verse 2. It says this, Don't copy the behavior of the world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. This scripture here is like, oh yeah, I want to change my life. I want to I live a, a good life. I want to be kind to people. I want to uh, be able to shine the light of Christ. I want to not fall into this pattern of sin that I've been going through my whole life. Yeah, I want that. But you know what? It starts with the renewing of your mind. Because this is how it works. This is how it works. A thought enters your head. Thousands of thoughts every day. But one that enters your head that is negative, that is not of God, then you start to marinate and ruminate and meditate on that evil negative thought, and eventually it becomes a thought pattern, a mindset that leads us down the road to anger, destruction, addictions, and ultimately sin. Ultimately sin. So we're going to take a look at how the scripture's gonna change us in that, in, in that situation of the battle of the mind. Point number one is this. <clears throat> Renewal by his spirit. If you guys feel like for your whole entire lives you've been trying to fight this battle of the mind, that you have been trying to change your behavior but have been unsuccessful, even as a Christian, Okay, even as a Christian, 40 years I was a Christian, still struggling with the same stuff, you know, like a dog that returns to his vomit. Whenever the devil would dangle that piece of raw meat in front of me, boom, I would bite. What was missing? What was missing? Well, this was what was missing, the renewal by his spirit. Because you know what, brothers and sisters? You cannot change on your own. You don't have the power to do so. You don't but the Spirit of God does. Ephesians 4, 23 says this, throw off your sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and your attitudes. It's the Spirit of God that will do that. Now, for those of you who are kind of new to church, the Holy Spirit is the person, the one person of the Holy Trinity. You have God the Father, you have Jesus Christ the Son. Both of them were up in heaven, okay? Jesus is sat on the right side of God the Father, and, but right now, in us, as believers, we have the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, it's better that I leave you because then I can send you the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the seal and the mark of a person who has given their heart to Jesus Christ and is born again. 
So even if you have been a Christian for a long time and you find that you're living your life in a way not pleasing to God, not pleasing to yourself, you're just frustrated, you have no power, you know what? You still have the Holy Spirit in you because God sealed that in you. He sealed it. Now, your Holy Spirit power might be like a, a little kindling you know, thing that is just barely, barely hot, but all we have to do is just fan it with obedience, you know, with faith, and that Holy Spirit can rise again and, and become powerful. So, yeah, you need the Holy Spirit. It is by the renewal of the Spirit that you will be able to take on the enemy in the battle of your mind. Psalms 51.10 says this, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a loyal spirit within me. You know, uh, David wrote this, and I believe that he probably prayed this prayer every day, because I know I do. Because within the previous 24 hours, so much junk had accumulated between my two ears, you know, that I need to renew my spirit. My heart sometimes becomes offended or angered against someone or something. Nah, I cannot change that feel. I need the spirit of God to renew me. Ephesians 3.16 says this, I pray from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner, inner strength through his spirit. The same Holy Spirit that was there at the very beginning, Genesis chapter one, who hovered over the dark waters. That same spirit was the one that raised Jesus Christ from the dead in all four gospels. That same spirit is the one who was poured out to all the believers in Acts chapter one. And if you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that same powerful spirit is within you. He's there. You cannot get rid of it. What God has put in you as a believer cannot be dispelled. It cannot. It is sealed there. So just remember, you got the power. You have the flux capacitor right here in you to make all the power that you need to take on the battle of the mind. Okay? Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, thus says the Lord of hosts. Okay? Now, the next three points is what we need to do. The first point was renewal by the spirit. God will provide the power through his spirit. That's the power. But I wish that all we had to do was, was pray, cry out to God, boom, the power of the Spirit falls on you, and you are just totally transformed. That's not reality. That's not how it works. We need to apply God's instruction. And in this teaching, the instruction is quite clear on how to take on the devil when he attacks you with his few fiery darts, his arrows. Point number two, take every thought captive. Take every single thought captive. Second Corinthians 10.5 says, Casting down imaginations and every high and lofty thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Let me break this scripture down for you a little bit. Casting down imaginations, those are thoughts. Imaginations are thoughts of every high and lofty thing. This is a spiritual thought. 
something that was sent to you via airmail through an arrow and fiery dart from the enemy. These are the thoughts that like, you're just driving down the road and boom, a thought comes to your mind. It's like, wow, where did that thought come from? Why am I hating somebody in my mind? Why am I judging somebody right now as I'm driving? Where did that thought come from? Well, the Bible says this, yeah, that every high and lofty thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of God. So, with every thought that you guys get, which is thousands every day, most of them are trivial, some, some are silly, some are really good, some are holy. But every once in a while, pew, the devil will shoot an arrow, a fiery arrow, and it, it, it lodges into your mind. And you got to check it with the word. Is that thought something that exalts itself above what God is telling me to do in the word? And if it does, the scripture says to take it captive and cast it down. This is very effective. And let me tell you why. Because by capturing and and taking captive every thought that you know is a fiery dart from the enemy, what you are doing is preempting that thought from festering in your mind, sinking down into your heart, and then reacting to the world around you, you know? That is, is something that just, it, pre, it, it takes the trigger out of the gun. It takes the, the, you're snuffing out the spark before it turns into an internal, uh, you know, inferno, a firing inferno. It preempts it. So that's our instruction, is to take every single thought captive. And it has to be, if any thought is not of God, you'll know if you read your Bible. And if it ain't, you cast it down. You cast it down. You know, I, I, every once in a while, I like to take a, a kind of a retreat, and I would go to like Kona, just me, my guitar, and my Bible. And I spend 48 hours and just spend with the Lord. And I hadn't done that for a long time. So last month, you know, I got some pretty cheap tickets, and I got to go to Los Angeles, and, you know, I just, just for the weekend, brought my Bible, and, and just, I was just going to spend the time with the Lord, prepare for this message here, okay? So I'm on the plane over the Pacific at 30,000 feet, reading my Bible, studying the scriptures for this morning to teach you guys. And this arrow, pew, lodges into my head. And this thought says this, Abe, Jonathan, for you, you're going to be 2,500 miles away from the people who know you at New Hope Hilo. Why don't you go buy beer? You can drink, Pastor Jonathan, you know? And it's like, oh, wait a second. Where did that thought come from? God had set me free from that destructive hold that alcohol had on me eight years ago. Why would I go back there? That thought, that thought must be held captive because it's a, it's a fiery dart from the enemy. So immediately, I just I did one of these. I just grabbed my, that thought and I just cast it down and I was fine. The old Jonathan, probably maybe seven years ago, if I had that thought, I would entertain that thought. And that thought would marinate in my mind and then it would sink down into my heart and I would end up failing. I would end up drinking and getting drunk, you know? But this is, this is what we must do. This is your part, to take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ, okay? Because we all know those thoughts, you know, it could be 
pew, you know, um, I'm going to go ahead and post some lie about somebody that I don't like. That's, that's against God's will. Take that thought, cast it down. Pew. I'm not going to listen to my parents. I'm going to rebel against my parents. Oh, no, that's against the will of God. Cast it down. Pew. I think I'm just going to close my eyes and take a short nap while Pastor John speaks this morning. <laughs> take that thought captive and cast it down. No, no good. <laughs> okay, so next point is this. Don't forget to remember. Don't forget to remember. You know, we as, as human beings, we have such a great capacity to learn, don't we? We can learn so much. But we also have a propensity to forget what is most important. I'm finding this out that uh, you know, I have a propensity to forget, especially now that I'm getting older, yeah? Tend to, tend to forget. Uh, what was my point? <laughs> See? That was my point. <laughs> okay. We always tend to forget when life gets hard, when the, the enemy is just shooting, just tandem arrows at my mind, at our minds, and we are overwhelmed with you know, the struggles of adversities of life, we tend to forget who we are. And we cannot, as believers, forget who we are in Christ. There's this uh, local guy from Hawaii. He, he went to Egypt, and he was, you know, he, he met this Bedouin tribesman, and he asked, the, he asked the tribesman, hey, could you teach me how to ride this camel? And this Hawaii guy, we'll just call this guy, you know, Pastor Sheldon, since he's from Hawaii. <laughs> so Pastor Sheldon, he jumps on the camel, and the, the guy says, okay, this is how you ride a camel. If you want to move just at a slow pace, you say, whoa, that's the command to move. If you want to go a little bit faster, you say, whoa, whoa. And if you want to go full speed, you say, whoa, 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 three times. But this is very important. In order for you to stop, the command is amen. So don't forget the command. Pastor Sheldon jumps on the, the camel. Whoa, okay, that's, that's pretty cool. I'm getting the hang of it, he's riding. Uh, I'm gonna go faster. Whoa, whoa, so he's going even faster, okay? And, and Pastor Sheldon is like, oh, this is good fun, man. I think I'm going full speed because I'm from Waimanalo and I'm just a thrill seeker, so whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, this thing is going fast. He's having a good time. He's having a blast. All of a sudden, 100 yards away, he sees a cliff, okay? He sees a cliff and he's going full speed. Pastor Sheldon's, oh, I forgot the command to stop the camel. Dear Lord Jesus, please help me to remember the command to stop this camel. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, was amen. Amen. Erk. Whoa. Poor <laughs> <laughs> thing, Pastor Sheldon. <laughs> Don't forget to remember the important things, okay? Galatians chapter 2, verse 20 is the scripture that helps me every day when I'm inundated by the fiery darts of the enemy. I have to repeat this in my heart. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. 
we need to remember that our lives are not our own. You know, our hearts are no longer belong to us. We gave that to Jesus Christ. It is him who lives in and through us. You have the power of the Holy Spirit. You have the assurance of salvation. And you have the faith that you know that you know that you know that Christ in, lives in and through you. Don't let the devil let you forget that. Don't let him do it. Philippians 3.20 says this, but we are citizens of heaven where the Lord Jesus Christ lives. Don't forget, brothers and sisters, when you gave your heart to Jesus, you became a citizen of heaven. Your passport would then say, country of origin, kingdom of heaven. That's what a Christian is. His home is not here. Our homeland is not here. We may have temporary work visas here on earth, but our citizenship is in heaven. Because you don't want to be like this guy. This guy, he forgot what his country of origin was. Don't be like this guy right here. You know who that? <laughs> as, as me 30 years ago, my first passport. But that guy looked like he don't know where he was from right there. Okay, so don't forget, don't forget who you are, okay, in Christ Jesus and who he is. Don't forget who he is. He's the author and perfecter of your faith. He's the lover of your soul. He's the alpha and the omega. Don't forget these things when the devil is attacking your mind. Don't forget it. Remember. The third point is this. We must... Dwell on truth. Dwell on truth. Boy, you know, if you were able to somehow transmit via video what's going on in our heads up to the screens right now, can you imagine? We'd all be running for our cars because the amount of just nonsense and, and evil thoughts or, or just things that don't really matter occupy our minds. We dwell on everything but what is important. When you fight the battle for your mind, Holy Spirit is your power. You got to take every thought captive, especially the ones that are coming from the enemy. You got to remember who you are in relation to who he is. And then you have to replace your negative thoughts with the good ones. And before... Sigmund Freud developed psychoanalysis 100 years ago, 2,000 years before that. The Bible teaches us that we must dwell on good and positive things. Philippians 4.8 says this, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. We need to start changing what we dwell on. We need to probably adjust what we allow into our minds, what we watch, what we read, who, who we associate with. Whatever the world is that is trying to gain input into our minds, we must replace that with, with truth with whatever is praiseworthy and, and honorable and lovely. And the only things out there 
is from God. That's why I asked Pastor Ben and the worship team if they could, they could sing that song this morning, Goodness of God, because that's something we all just got to dwell on. If we dwell on the goodness of God, if we dwell on these thoughts, it'll change you with the renewing of your mind. You'll be transformed. You will be transformed. That's why it's so important for us to read our Bible every day. We got to read. Now, everything I'm sharing with you right now, it's not, I'm just going to disclaimer right now, it's not easy. This is not an easy thing to win the battle of your mind. And to win any battle is never easy. It takes effort. It takes intentionality. Okay? It's going to take a change in, in the way we, when we leave this, these doors, it's going to take an adjustment on the way we think. We're going to have to be more aware of those thoughts that are no good. We're going to have to purposefully and mindfully remember who we are in relation to who he is. And we're going to have to start dwelling on the goodness of God. And if you do that, if you do that, brothers and sisters, I know from my personal experience that since I started doing this, and this is about seven years ago, I still have not even come close to mastering it. But I can honestly tell you that the things that used to just snag me and trigger me by a single thought to do terrible and bad things, those things are no longer an issue with me. Why? Because of the power of the Holy Spirit and the holy scriptures of the Bible, using it as a sword to defeat the enemy. Remember, Satan is a headhunter. He's attacking you at your most vulnerable point, which is your mind. Uh, Jamie, if you could uh, come up to the keyboards, please. Jesus carried his cross along the Via Dolorosa in Jerusalem up to Calvary. It was a Calvary is a hill, and it's also named Golgotha, Golgotha, and translated Golgotha means the place of the skull. Jesus was crucified at the place of the skull. And for us, all of us here, that's where we need to die. We need to die to the old ways of stinking thinking that has caused us pain and suffering, not only for us, but for our loved ones. Changing the way you think is the transformation that God wants in your life. That's what he says. Romans 12:2. Don't copy the behavior of the world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Everything goes back to the cross. Every single Sunday message, every single scripture or chapter in the Bible that you read, you can circle it back to the cross of Jesus Christ. Because it was at the cross where you and I first understood what grace was. It was at the cross where you and I repented of our sins. It was at the cross where we were sealed with the Holy Spirit inside of us, okay? And it is at the cross uh, that you will win the battle for your mind. 
and your soul, and God will give you life and life just in abundance. So let's close our eyes and bow our heads, please. If there are people here in this room or people online, if you have never accepted Jesus Christ into your heart and proclaimed him as your Lord and Savior, my question is, what are you waiting for? Because the whole content of this teaching you won't be able to even start because you don't have the Holy Spirit in you. You don't have that, that uh, the understanding and the relationship of what Christ has done. But right now, it is by the Holy Spirit that he is prompting you, that is, he is calling you. If you've never received Jesus as Lord and Savior, today is the day. Now is the time. And right now, I guarantee you, the enemy is shooting one arrow at your head. Nah, you're not good enough. Pew. How can God love me after all I've done? God doesn't know what I've been through. My encouragement to you is to take that thought captive and you cast it down because that is from the enemy that is not of God. God is inviting you into his kingdom. He's, he's giving you citizenship to heaven. He's giving you life in abundance and a power and, and, and just joy that you, can, that you can live with every single day in spite of difficulties. So if that is you, repeat after me. Father God, in Jesus' name, I just come to you and with a humble and broken heart, I repent of my sin. I am a sinner, and I need you, Lord Jesus, for you died for my sins. I acknowledge you and proclaim you as my Lord and Savior from this day forth, forever. Now, if that is you, with every eye closed and every head bowed, I want you to raise your hand and just look up to me. If that is you, if you are online, just raise your hand or hit something that says, you know, that I accepted the Lord. I see you. I see you back there. Praise the Lord. What you have done today is, this is what's happening in the spiritual. The Holy Spirit is now deposited and sealed in you. And he will draw you to an understanding of who Jesus is. And he will counsel you every day for the rest of your life. Lord God, we thank you, Lord, that you give your word is so powerful it never returns void that you've given us the instruction on how to win this battle of the mind and also lord god that you've given us the power to do it so lord in in humility and surrender we cry out to you god and we ask that you would help us renew our minds transform ourselves by the renewing of the way we think we praise you, we love you, we glorify you in the precious, matchless, mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, you guys have a wonderful and, and safe day. I uh, hope to see you guys on Wednesday night, 6.30. God bless. Aloha.